0: We'll get to episode 215 in just a moment, but before we do, I'd like to ask for your support of the Keystone Chapter of the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania. Go to supportkeystonechapter.org and make a donation. Any amount would be greatly appreciated, even a dollar or two if you check that box that says you'll cover the fees. If you donate $2 and cover the fees, it works out to about $2.60. I really would appreciate it. Again, supportkeystonechapter.org. Thank you so much. From Studio B in Swarthmore, this is the I Can't See You podcast with David. It's like blind people for dummies. Hello there, and welcome to episode 215 of I Can't See You. My name is David, at David Benj, on all the socials. I really do appreciate you joining me for this episode. And as usual, I've got a few things to talk about. The first thing is the way I said the episode number. If you've been with me from the beginning or even early on, I used to have the numbers associated to the episodes, and I would come up with a, for example, episode 87 was the Gronk episode. I didn't call it that anywhere online or anything, but it was the Gronk episode. He wore number 87. That's why I called it that, and so forth and so on with with the numbers, usually up until uh, I got to 100, and I may have done one or two since I hit 100. But I haven't done one in a while and I was thinking about it before I was recording this and I thought, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Episode 215 or 215 and I'm going to talk mostly about some problems with my iPhone and my trip to the Apple store. When I was growing up, our area code was 215. That was all of southeastern Pennsylvania. Then right after I opened my business sometime in the late 80s, the area code changed and they didn't do an overlay. So my section of southeastern Pennsylvania, Delaware County, where I live and where my video store was, the West Coast video of Brookhaven, it changed from 215 to 610. And so when I saw 215, I'm thinking, okay, that's great. Now, I don't know how far you go back with phone numbers and in your area if they started out with letters back then. For example, my phone number growing up was TR44185. That's all you had to dial. You didn't have to dial the area code. And I know some places still you don't have to dial the area code within the area codes. Now, my parents used to tell me that a little further back than I can remember you didn't even have to dial the TR or the 8-7. I don't know why TR st- uh, stood for Tremont. And I thought about this a few days ago when I was listening to a traffic report on 1010 Winds, and they were talking about some, some Tremont section of, I don't remember if it was Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, wherever. It was somewhere in the Tremont section, something happened, an accident, a murder, something. <laughs> and I don't remember, but I, I heard that and I started laughing. And it made me think also about phones. So that's where I'm starting with this episode, with my iPhone, and I talked about it a little last week, but what an ordeal at the Apple store. My appointment was for 11.20 a.m. on Sunday morning. We got there a little early. Actually, we got there a lot early because there's a Starbucks right down the street and we wanted to go there. I wanted to go there and get some tea and a breakfast sandwich, And I love that turkey bacon from there, by the way, 210 calories, delicious, very good. Just had that and then went to our meeting, to the uh, Apple store for my genius bar appointment. So we walk in as we're walking from the parking garage to the Starbucks Liz notices a line. She said, there's a line. And I said, well, they don't open until 11. Maybe something went on sale today or they're selling concert tickets. We used to have lines like that when we had the Ticketmaster machine and the Ticketron machine and concert tickets went on sale. People would line up sometimes overnight, depending on who the act was. And that's what it looked like to her. Line was around the building towards the parking garage. And they are the first building down the little street from the parking garage. So it wasn't huge, but it was something. So we go in, we get to the Apple store about 11:15. Again, my appointment was for 11:20 and we check in and the girl who was checking me in had some crazy typing skills on the iPad she was checking me in on. I was just amazed at that. It almost <laughs> sounded like Morse code because she had long nails so her nails were tapping away as she was typing, whatever it is she was entering, I'm guessing she was entering all the issues I was having with my phone. And we waited for a while. I don't remember exactly what time we went back to the Genius Bar. It was 11.30, 11.35, maybe a little later. I don't remember. Then we had a guy named Obi help us. Now, it wasn't Obi-Wan Kenobi or my troubles would have been solved, I'm guessing, But Obi was very friendly and very professional and had the brightest sneakers I have ever seen. And that's saying something because I could see him from across the room. We were at the back of the store, and the door to the back room was probably, I don't know, 15, 20 feet away from where we were standing. And I could tell people were coming and going from that back room, whether they were using the bathroom, whether they were getting parts or product that was sold, whatever – but when he came out, I knew it was him because his shoes were so bright. I couldn't see any any other parts of him, what, what else he had on. But by the brightness of his shoes, I said to Liz, I said, is that him? I said, I can't really tell, but his shoes are so white. And, and Liz confirmed. So I tell Obi the issues and he's trying some things and he's using what looked to be silly putty to clean out the port. Uh, the lightning port and he's working on it. So he said to me, let's restore from a backup. He backed it up again. I had backed it up. I think it automatically backs up around midnight every night. And, and it may, it might be that it backs up when I charge it because I usually charge it while I'm working on the computer. And that's around the time I plug it in. That's what time I come back downstairs and start to do some work. So he's restoring from the backup, but before it finishes restoring, he's trying to make some things happen. There was a problem with Siri. There was a problem. My main two problems for being there, one was when I would use earbuds and I'm talking about the wired kind. I am, (laughs) I haven't jumped on the wireless bandwagon because every wireless pair that I've tried, I just haven't liked the feel of. And they're so expensive that I don't want to try a higher priced one. Because if I don't like it, then what do I do? Or if it hurts my ears, what do I do? So I'm okay with the wired ones. When I use them, for example, when I'm washing dishes, I will feed the wire down inside my shirt and put my phone in my back pocket. Two reasons for the phone in the back pocket so I don't get it wet. And the wire in my shirt, because (laughs) I learned at the condo when we lived there, it would get caught. The wire would get caught on the drawer pulls. Now, the drawer pulls here are a little bit different. I don't think that would be an issue, but it just keeps the wire out of my way while I'm doing the dishes and so forth. So whenever I would make a call or be on a Zoom call on my phone and then unplug that and then try to use dictation or try to use Siri, it wouldn't work nothing. And so that was one issue, and as I mentioned last week, I had a call in to Apple and they set up an appointment for me over the phone. And when the girl did some diagnostics over the phone, couldn't get it to work, said, "Yeah, you got to go to the store." So I went to the Genius bar, and I we talked briefly on that call about the focus issues, which I talked about last week as well, where just an example I gave uh, trying to pull up someone in my recents. I wanted to call somebody in my recents and I would, with voiceover, you have to basically find who you want and you hear the name, it speaks it out. In this case, let's use Joe. And once you hear that, you double tap and you can double tap anywhere on the screen. Once you hear the focus is on Joe, but somewhere between the time the focus went on Joe and I would double tap somebody else would end up, the focus would change, and somebody, i ended up calling somebody else. And that happened very often. So two big issues. And it wasn't just with the phone. It was if I'm on a website and I want to hit the back button, I would hit then hear it say back. And then before I could double tap, the focus shifted. And then I would click a link on the page or something else. It, it was just bizarre. So those, those were the two issues that I was at the Apple store for. So Obi is doing some things and he said, "Well, you know what? Let's restore it from the backup." And when we restored it, and it took forever because the store was packed, as you'll hear and just listen. Everything doesn't work while it's restoring. So he's trying to do things and it's not working. And he's recommending I do this and I do that. Meanwhile, we are and we end up being there for over two hours, we walked in the door. Like I said, around eleven fifteen, we walked out somewhere between one thirty and one forty-five. It just brutal. That wasn't even the worst part. So we walk out of there. Liz's phone, in the meantime, had died. So now we have n- neither phone is working because mine was still working to get everything downloaded, and nothing is working. So I can't make a call. And they set it in, I forget what they called it, restore mode. They told me when I got home, plug it in and do this and do that and and basically restore the phone. I would then have to download all the apps that I had, but I wouldn't lose messages and photos and things like that. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. Not too happy about it, but I can do it. Well, because we were there so long and I had had breakfast about two and a half hours, three hours earlier. I wanted to eat lunch before I got home or before we uh, I started doing this. So I ate lunch. I came downstairs into Studio B. I plugged my phone in. All of a sudden, the Apple comes on. I'm like, okay, I didn't shut it off. Why was it off? So I'm guessing what had happened that as it was downloading everything and restoring from the backup, everything was now set and my phone restarted. And I'm like, okay, well, I am not going to go through that restore if this is happening. And I thought, I'll see how it is. Why mess with it? Let's see how it is now that everything's downloaded. If the problems persist, I'll, I'll do it. But there's no point in doing it if, if that's the case. So back to the Apple Store. Obi was trying to do something, and I had to t- explain to him how to do it with voiceover. And then we shut off voiceover. And then we did this, and he said, I hate voiceover. Well, that's a luxury I don't have. If I hate voiceover, I, I have to use a landline phone, and, and that's that. And then I have to use my, <laughs> I have to use my area code 610 number that has f- been our landline since 1993, when we were in media. I will not give that out here. It got to the point on Sunday, and I'll get back to the Apple store in a minute, it got back to the point where I said to Liz, as we were waiting, I wonder how long I could get an Android phone and still be within the return period, get a new line, and just, I would give it out here, give, give the number out here, and people could call me on it and text me on it and see how it worked and see if I was able to use it, see if it was any better than voiceover. I don't think it's any better. I think it, it's probably all just okay. But that's how bad it was. And, and to, even now, and I'll get into a couple of the issues that I'm still having, and I still may do that once, once I have a minute to call AT&T and add a line, how much that would cost. Adding the line, I think would be the cheapest thing. I think it would only be 10 bucks a month. And, again, the phone, I don't know what phone I would get. I'm guessing I'd get a Samsung or, or something like that. I, I really love the idea of that that new Google Pixel. Google makes phones. Did you know that? <laughs> and I love the idea with the pictures with the Pixel, but I don't know that I would get that to mess around with it. Uh, we'll see. Well, the jury's still out on that. Uh, I've got some things coming up that i I just don't have time to do it now, unless my phone gives me... A boatload more issues. Right now it's doing okay, but not everything is working as it was previously to restoring from the backup. And, and their issue at the Apple store, they said, well, you know, if there's something in the backup that's funny, and I, I said this to Liz before they had said it to me, if there's, if there's a problem somewhere in the backup, then it's just, we're just perpetuating that problem if we restore from that backup. And that was, later on, that was the thought of either Obi or John. John was the second guy to help us because Obi had to shift to another position in the store. And I think that's kind of cool. So they kind of rotate through greeter and salesperson and genius. When John started helping us, he also was not very familiar and said it to me that, well, I really don't know voiceover that well. And I said to Liz, after either after everybody had walked away from us or we had left the store, what if you went to a car dealership and they didn't know how something in the car worked? No one in the store really was well-trained on voiceover. Again, I know it's not a huge segment of the population that are using voiceover features, I get it, but not one person in the store that could say, oh, let me go over and help that guy because nobody else, nobody else here knows how to do it. So he didn't know. Now, there was another guy there named Jason who Liz said seemed to be visually impaired because of the way he was looking at his screen, she said, looking at it very closely and knew a few things more than what it seemed like Obi or John knew. So after I got home and after everything got set up, I then tried to do some things that I used to do. I used to triple tap on the side button to shut off voiceover. And that was helpful if I wanted to zoom in on a picture to to see if I knew or make out what it is, or if Jane or Liz was looking at my phone and wanted to easily scroll. Again, I get it. The gestures are so different with voiceover on than with it off. You know, if you have a phone, an iPhone, and you want to scroll, it's a single finger swipe up and the, just, the page just scrolls easily. If you're using voiceover, you have to make sure somewhere, the focus is somewhere on that page, and then you three finger swipe up. Or down, depending on which way you want to scroll. Again, I get it, it's very different. But the fact that no one there could really figure it out and seem like they had any kind of training in it, and sometimes I know, sometimes you have training and because you don't use it, you forget. I've been doing that working in a spreadsheet for some things because I don't do it often and I haven't used spreadsheets in the last 15 or 20 years, that's the issue. You know, I forgot. Oh, this is how you do that. Oh, right. That's how I do that formula. I used it at salon supplies and interiors, but you know, the last time I used it there was probably 2008 or 2009. So it was just unreal and stunning to me that they couldn't use voiceover, or at least have the basic skills to go through things. And I get it. Like I said, you know, maybe it's because they don't use it often. So... Since I've been home and I've had the issues like getting the side button to work, and I knew that with most of it, it was just one checkbox that wasn't checked or one checkbox that was checked that shouldn't have been. And I had a whole bunch of different issues with that. And slowly over the last few days, and I'm recording this on Wednesday the 18th, and I was at the Apple store on Sunday the 15th, I've got most of it down. I've got most of the things back. One of the thing, one of the first things, which I just didn't get, when a text message would come in, it used to be that I'd hear my text tone, which was called circles, and then I could uh, touch it, and it would give me a preview. It would say who the sender was, and it would start to tell me what the message was. Then I would double tap and get into the message, and then I could listen to it. Once... I got back from the Apple store, it read the whole message to me without the screen even turning on, which I thought that was cool. But the more I listened, the more I heard, I'm not listening to VoiceOver read this message. I'm listening to Siri read the message. And once I realized that, I fixed that. And once I found the button to fix the the checkbox to fix the side button, I fixed that. Now, there's one thing that I just can't figure out, and I had this issue before I went to the Apple store, and I have it. It seems like it's worse now. I was dictating earlier today a text message to Jane. And when you finish dictating a message, you two-finger double-tap. When I two-finger double-tap a lot of times, music starts to play. Not that I have a music app open. It is just bizarre and I don't know, each time it's a different song. So I don't know what's happening there. So if you have any ideas, please reach out and let me know. At the normal spots, whether it's social media at David Benj, D-A-V-I-D-B-E-N-J, or I Can't See You, podcast at gmail.com or 646 I will give all of those again at the end. But if you have any ideas what that is, because today the only app that I had open when I two-finger double-tapped to stop dictating the text was the messaging app. I had nothing else open. So it was kind of it's kind of weird and it's kind of annoying. I mean, I was going in circles because I would two-finger double tap to stop the music, but the dictation kept going. So I would two-finger double tap to stop that, and then the music would start again. <laughs> it was a it was a vicious cycle until finally I two-finger double tap to stop the dictation. I got out of messages, not closing it, I just got out of it, and then I two-finger double-tap on whatever screen I was on, and that stopped the music. It it was just bizarre. But again, the takeaway for me was the people in the Apple store not really knowing how to use voiceover. And I know there's a lot of features on the iPhone, but I, I just was stunned. Now, an update from last week with the Southeastern Guide Dogs. I haven't called Ashley back yet. We went into the DVR and pulled up the commercial again that only had music playing, that supposedly has a audio description track, and we couldn't get it to work. So we went into the Verizon box and made sure DVS, that's what they call it, described video services or something like that. Made sure that was on, and then we went into the audio function that, We had to make sure it was enabled, basically turning on the secondary audio uh, program. It's not called that anymore in the Verizon menu, but we had both of those on. According to the website, that should have descriptive audio working for everything. It didn't work. And as I mentioned last week, we called Verizon... And they said, well, you need a new box. The, the long and the short of it was you need a new box. Something's wrong with your box. Even though it didn't work on the other box upstairs. Need a new box. Okay, fine. When we got the box, and this will be next week's episode. I'll go more into it. When we got the box, we were going to put it on. We got it on Monday. It was delivered. Liz said, okay, well, let's put the box on. But before we do, why don't you call Verizon to make sure That we don't lose everything on the DVR. I'm like, oh, we're not going to lose everything on the DVR. Why would that even happen? (sighs) Guess what happened? We decided not to do it. And when we decided not to do it and the guy from Verizon worked through our DVR, we couldn't reboot the old box, the original box. Something went wrong and we lost everything on the DVR just infuriating. Again, A, because every time he would talk to me after I said, uh, and his name was also Jason, when I would talk to him, he would say, okay, what does the screen say now? And I told him at the beginning, I said, listen, I'm blind. He said, what does the screen say now? And I said, as I mentioned earlier, I'm blind. I can't read the screen. Let me see if there's somebody here that can help me. And Jacob happened to come upstairs and Jacob hung out with me. But I'll talk more about that next week because that's still not settled. With the new box, the DVS on and the audio thing enabled still doesn't work. If you have Verizon Fios and can get audio description, let me know. Same contact information. Please reach out because I honestly believe that I've done everything that I should have to get AD on the things that have the little box that says DVS next to the closed captioning. And, and I searched on the menu for, uh, for the channel guide to anything that's had DVS on it, even after we put the new box on. Still don't have it. Watch the History Channel. And uh, a side note, what was on the History Channel was something narrated by William Shatner. And it was talking about the Paris catacombs. And I've been to Paris a few times. And I said to Liz, I can't believe we've never been to those. Why we've never gone in there, I I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But the next time we go, we'll go, if there is a next time, which at this point, it doesn't look likely. So I can't, now, now we've lost the commercial that we had on the DVR. And also, if you do have Verizon Fios and do have, audio description on the shows that supposedly have it. And I checked on live TV last night, Will Trent was on, and it had the DVS logo. And I pulled, pulled that up and watched that for a few minutes. Nope. No audio description there either. So if you do have audio description on Verizon Fios, let me know if it works when you've DVR'd a program, because I'm always curious about that. I don't know. So lost everything on the DVR. I ended up watching The Rookie On Demand which sucked because I had to spend an actual hour watching the show <laughs> instead of the 45 minutes or so when you skip the commercials. So that'll be next week's episode, and hopefully I'll have another update on the Southeastern Guide Dogs because I know she was very concerned about that, and it's just unreal that, again, it's not – no one understands. And I kind of got, got a little upset at the, the first Verizon guy. His name was Andre. And I guess it was after five, so the one office that I needed to speak to, they were closed, and then he passed me over to repairs and support, and that was where I talked to Jason, and Jason told me how long he was there. And I don't know how he kept his job because he was telling me one thing, and he said, that's the main box, meaning I checked it on on the bedroom when – the one in the living room was no good. I said, no, I I don't think it is. It's a smaller box. Oh, no, 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 that's a bigger one. I said, I can assure you, I can't see anything, but I can pick this box up and I can feel that it's a lot smaller than the one that's in our living room. Oh, okay. That'll be next week's episode. Before I get out of here, I've got two things to talk about. White Canes Connect, episode 59. I'm going to record this afternoon with Lisa, and we are talking to the blind history lady. So I'm excited for that because she sends out a newsletter talking about different blind folks throughout history that have done certain things. Uh, One of the ones that that really sticks out was a guy that I don't remember if he ran for Senate or governor in South Carolina and people didn't know he was blind and he tried to hide that and it was a very interesting story. So we're going to be talking to her today. So I can't really give you too much information on the episode because it hasn't been recorded yet. But that'll be this week's episode of White Canes Connect. Again, it'll be White Canes Connect episode 059. And I was talking to NFBF Pennsylvania President Lynn Heights, something that I had thought about during our Keystone Chapter meeting uh, this past Saturday. And that was they have a calendar of events with the different chapter meetings and division meetings and all sorts of things going on. And I said to her, I said, why? Maybe it's a good idea if we do – Either once a month or once a week, depending on how many things are coming up on the calendar. What if we did a podcast episode of that, just going over the different dates and what's going to go on? And think obviously a chapter meeting. It's they're pretty cookie cutter. Everybody talks about what's going on within the chapter. They read the they listen to the presidential release from the national president and things like that. It's just to inform a way to inform the members. But there's a lot of other things. There's different division, the guide dogs division, uh, blind parents division or group, seniors group, things like that. So Lynn liked the idea. So that might be something that we start, maybe we start in February. Not 100% sure, but uh, that's coming together. And we also talked about the NFBF Pennsylvania website, which I'll be working more on. That's White Canes Connect. Again, episode 59. You can still listen to episode 58 if you haven't listened to Lisa and I talk with Sam Seavey, the blind life YouTuber. And there's a lot of great episodes there. So go ahead and check it out. White Canes Connect. You can just enter that in the search and you'll find it. And one day I'll get that website done. It's it's, it's in the line now behind everything. So finally, for this episode, I have just listened. And it's a one-shot deal. It's not going to be too long, unlike last week's with Lunchtime for Ziggy and me. This one is Liz and I waiting at the Apple store and the crowd of folks who were who were there. Now, the funny thing was, as we were there for a longer time, it started to empty out. And by the time we left at one thirty, quarter to 2, there were probably about 10% of the amount of people in there as there was when we first walked in. And to that issue, so many people were in there. The Wi-Fi was super slow. So when my phone was trying to restore, it was doing a tenth of a gig every five to 10 minutes. And that's what took so long. You know, As time went on, I could do a whole gig in five to 10 minutes after, after it started to clear out. So here is Traffic at the Apple Store, and this week's Just Listen. This <laughs> is to in and on December twenty-nine. Uh, 2022, President Biden signed an omnibus bill which included the change in the ABLE Act legislation. This is called the ABLE Age Adjustment Act, and the Act increases the eligibility for establishing an ABLE account to age 46. It was previously age 26. Now, of course, one of the things we have to look forward to in 2023 is our national convention from July 1 to July 6 in Houston. Texas. We've been waiting for a number of years to make the decision that we're supposed to be there in 2020, but unfortunately, at the, uh, after the fact of 2023, in Texas, our affiliate is looking forward to hosting us. So that is this week's Just Listen that also included a little bit of sound from our January Keystone chapter meeting that was this past Saturday. And what you heard was what I had previously mentioned the presidential release. And that was. NFB National President Mark Riccobono speaking, and you heard what was going on there. So that's all I have for episode 215, or 215, if you're not from the (laughs) Philly area from back in the day when we were part of that area code, and now you have to be in Philly or above Philly to be part of that area code. (laughs) I really do appreciate you listening. Please reach out if you've got questions, comments, show ideas, anything you've got. Reach out on social media at davidbenge, that's D A V I D B E N J. Or you can email me, I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. Again, anything you've got, I'd love to hear from you. You can also reach out via phone, 646 926 6350. You've got up to three minutes. Please leave your name and your town. If you do, leave a voicemail. And if you do, and you don't want to give your actual name, give a nickname just so I can address you when I play it on an upcoming episode. Again, 646-926-6350. As usual, show notes will be available over on the website, icantseeyou.com slash 215. That's com slash 215. Remember, I can't see you sounds like a whole sentence, but it's only seven characters long. I-C-A-N-T-C-U dot com slash 215. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really do appreciate it. Be well, stay safe, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the I Can't See You podcast with David. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends.